Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of Rad Talk, where sports and medicine collide. I'm Dennis. And I'm Gage. And we're going to be talking about some wonderful topics for you guys today. I'm going to kick us off. We're going to go over some credentialing, uh, which is kind of an interesting topic, especially with... Yeah, ripping. <laughs> let me just hold on. Let me. Oh, can we see it? Oh, Take a drink of my uh, Dr. Pepper here. Shout out, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Cheers. Get us, Cheers get us a sponsor. You should be having it in your rad talk cup, but uh, we're wow. going to continue. If um, we're going to sponsor us, it has to be in the can. They'll want to see the can. So this is true. Uh, what is it? Uh, liquid gold, uh, liquid gold, or something? Um, liquid okay, diabetes, so probably. Diabetes. <laughs> That's not going to get us a sponsor. Diabetes. Um, diabetes. Um, so you we have. The, the ARDMS, which is for your ultrasound, which is predominantly what they what they want. You have your ARRT, which is for all of the rad tech folks out there, and radiology. And we're talking about radiology, of course. Not to um, be confused with AARP. ARP, which I also have a card, which I highly suggest that everybody has a card. It's great, um, great benefits at any age. Um, shout out to if they want to sponsor us. As there well. we go, another sponsor, AARP. <laughs> ARP, because the gray hairs are coming in. Let's say that's for old people, but yeah. Um, anyways, so you have <clears throat> ARDMS, which is if you pass one of the um, ultrasound boards, you have to pass the physics board, and you have to pass whether it's um, abdomen or OBGYN. Um, oh, interesting. It's, have, you can pass any one you want. So uh, physics. So if you could pick physics and vascular, and that's that's it. Yeah, if you did physics and vascular, you would be registered in vascular. You'd have an RVT. It'd be, your credential would be RVT. Oh, I'm jumping the gun. Okay, you are yeah. jumping the gun. That's okay. Yeah. But uh, if you there's other, and I should have them all memorized or like look all of the ARDMS is up. But I know like some of them are like abdomen, um, OBGYN, uh, breast, and so if you pass physics and breast you're a registered sonographer um, in some places. Do you know you, what ARDMS stands for top of your head? Yeah. American registry of diagnostic medical sonography. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, it's too much. Yeah. It's, it's a bit much like everything, you know, it's always has a big title. Um, <clears throat> and so there's that. And then there's the, what Gage kind of jumped the gun to, there's also a registered vascular uh, technologist. And so you get that if you want to specialize in vascular exams, arch arteries, veins, things of that nature. And then there's a registered diagnostic uh, cardiac sonographer. Um, and so that's if you want to specialize in echoes and do hearts. And so you'd get that particular registry. Uh, and, and then the kind of the outlier and kind of why we wanted to talk about this was a uh, ARRT, um, which you can also be a registered sonographer with that. And so hospitals will accept that as well. It's just kind of, kind of like the redheaded stepchild, if you would. Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. You said that's for, you said that's for radiography. How yeah. are they going to do ultrasound? And so they have a sonography exam that you can take and you without be going to school. No, 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 no. You have to go to school, oh, okay, but you got to go to school, but you, it's kind of like, you know, you know, in a weird, I don't know, small way, D O M D like it's the same thing, tomatoes, tomatoes, but one of them, the ART isn't looked upon as highly as oh. the, the ARDMS. And so that's usually the one that they, you know, are you registered? You have ARDMS, but you can also be registered and say I'm registered in ARRT as well. 
um, which is ART is what they use usually for the rad techs, for the MRI folks, the CT folks, nuclear medicine, I believe. Um, <clears throat> and so they'll, they'll, you know, if you get registered and you'll be RT, MR or RT, CT, which if you're registered in CT or MRI, um, whereas ultrasound is kind of like its own entity almost outside of radiology, which is kind of weird because echo is its own thing. And so you can be registered in echo and you're in a different department outside of radiology. Uh, sometimes vascular is its own it's thing. Cardiologist, man. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That, that, that was us at one point, but they, yeah, well, like, uh, radiology is good at one thing and that's training other people to do our job. So we trained them how to do it and they said, go ahead and take it. And they, they, they took, took it. it. They took it and ran. And so they have that. And then <clears throat> certain places they'll have vascular labs. And so they'll have all the RVTs will be in the vascular lab. A lot of hospitals though do um, combine the two. So they'll combine, I've worked at places that combine the echoes folks and the vascular folks. So you have a lot of RVTs, a lot of cardiac sonographers, and then other hospitals will have a lot of RVTs with general sonographers. So you have the ARDMS with the RVT. And so it's interesting, however, they do that dynamic. And then some folks just have all three, which is like a unicorn. Nerd. Yeah. Nerd, nerd alert. Like, what are you doing? Um, and, you get more so, money or something? Like, why the hell would you do that? Um, yes. You, so yeah. some places yes. with each, with each registry, they'll pay you. So if you're registered, you're like, Oh, I'm registered in abdomen. I'm registered in breast. I'm registered in OBGYN. I'm registered yeah. in, which the newest one, I guess I didn't even announce. And I'm sure this is going to just tickle you inside oh, and out yeah, here we is, go. is the registered musculoskeletal test. Oh my God. And so it's actually, you can be registered to do MSK, uh, in ultrasound as well. And so that's the talk about useless talk about useless at this point. And, and what's interesting is with those particular tests, those are only given on certain months throughout the year. And so you have to like study and then prepare whenever that test is going to be around. It's not like the regular test where you could go to any testing center and take that yeah. whenever those ones are, there's so few amount that are actually registered in that still. I was going to say, um, it can't be popular. If you do, if you're specializing in that, you're going to an academic center. Hmm. And honestly, <clears throat> you may end up working with ortho and not radiology hmm. where I did fellowship. Ortho did all of that. Really? We didn't do any of it. I've only met, I've, I've known one person online who has the MSK and I've met, I've Pen worked pal with, action or something. Yeah. Pen pal. You know, Facebook, it just connects you, you know, the Facebook. Yeah. And then uh, I met, uh, I worked with one person who was also registered in MSK at a very predominant teaching hospital that was teaching other people to, um, get registered in that as well. So they were like constantly practicing shoulders and knees and ankles and, you know, Achilles or whatever. Um, all the MSK stuff that I'm sure you're just pumped to hear about. Yeah. <clears throat> and so those are the, and I almost forgot MSK. That's crazy, but I almost forgot about that one. So you got the, the echo folks or your RD registered diagnostic cardiac sonographers. And then you got the vascular folks, your RVT, the general, which includes, so many things, you know, from abdomen mm -hmm. to whatever, breast. Um, and then you have your musculoskeletal. And those are the four big registries. And then with general, you have the subsets where you're at. You don't have one with peds? Uh, you do have, you have a pediatric, but I believe pediatric falls under ARDMS. So you can take a, so that's kind of where, so the vascular, the cardiac, and the musculoskeletal 
our standalone tests. And then okay. the, the ARDMS, that's where you, as long as you take your physics and you take breast, your ARDMS, or you take physics and you take OBGYN yeah. or physics and admin or physics and peds, each one of those is going to give you that same ARDMS credential. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter which one. So when you say you're registered, you could be doing, you know, an OB exam and be registered in breast and not registered in OB, but doing, but you're still a registered sonographer. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't necessarily make you a worse sonographer if you're not registered in, in you know, to do OBGYN, but you've been doing it for a long period of time. I think that's yeah. where the training, as long as you're registered to do sonography, which I've met some, I, I haven't met anybody uh, out in the field, but I've seen people online that weren't registered, that struggled to pass the test, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever issues they had. And so they'd been, or they've just been doing it for so long that like, it wasn't necessary when they started, so they never really cared to get Bring it. Just, in. Yeah. It just allowed them to continue. But then I've seen the other aspect too, where I worked at a predominant uh, teaching hospital that folks, everybody was registered in the, it was a general department. Everybody was registered in the department, but they wanted to mandate that everybody also be registered in the vascular. And so everybody had to have mm. ARDMS and RVT. Yeah. And they gave them, I think it was a year or two years, whatever it was, to get registered. And I knew two, I knew a couple people who um, didn't pass the test and actually were like let go or they ended up leaving on their own yeah. um, just because they couldn't pass the test. Because I think if you fail, they give you, I, I don't quote me, but I think it's like two months or something. You have to wait before you can retake it two or three months to retake it. And so like if you fail, you have like, a limited, limited number of tries or you can I, take it as many times as you want. I don't think there's a limit you know i think maybe it's three tries i think they give you three tries and then you have to do some sort of um, didactic or some education yeah. education i believe i just give up on life at that point I just give up on life. No, I think, <laughs> yeah no and, and maybe i'm i might be I might mis- mistaken with that but i know man if you you know you they guess if the hospital says okay you have the year to take this test you start studying for it you fail once or twice like you're almost out of time yeah, and, like, and so it's 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 like don't fail or you could you know lose your job or um those hard things and i saw extensions i've seen people who like couldn't pass and they were given extensions on those things with yeah. different hospitals because the everybody needs employees right now so much but that was kind of an interesting thing and i've never met any i've never worked with anybody who's been a r r t uh ultrasound before which is inter, which is probably interesting and i'm not even sure why that i guess exists why that even exists yeah that that doesn't make sense it's got to be like a money grab of some sort because what's interesting is you don't the a the ardms has so many subsets and so many registries where i think art is just one you just take it and you're a sonographer like it's kind of like yeah that's it it's like (laughs) one and done and i'm like i'm registered there's nothing i don't need to be registered in musculoskeletal i don't need to be registered in this like i'm that's it. And so, and I think that's, I believe in maybe, I don't even know if you would know, but I think you, you take your, your x-ray board and then you can take your, you know, specialized in MRI, you want to specialize in CT that each one of them has their own kind of boards as well. Yeah, that's out of and my wheelhouse. I don't know that part. There's um, I knew one person, one, one person in my life that I met that was registered in like, she was registered in, in x-ray CT MRI in ultrasound and i was just like man they abused her 
<clears throat> they put her in every department all the time and they abused this lady and and she did not get paid accordingly what, oh yeah. my gosh i mean I, it's it's tough to figure out what you pay somebody who literally can work in any any almost any aspect of radiology and and do the job yeah. it's like you know she like we'd be behind in one area and she could just jump in and just do it and so like it's that's like a unicorn yeah. um, and so they took advantage of that which yeah most people would i mean how do you and then with her how do you not i mean what do you ask for and so yeah it's a, it's a give and take with that but that was i know we want to go over just some of the credentials and then i think we touched on people not being credentialed and that being allowed mm -hmm. i know um which is just i think that's I, I, it's kind of tough to not to have people not register to do the job that they do in your hospital um, Are you supposed to get registered in school? Uh, usually, it's right. Usually, you have to wait till you graduate, and so they'll hire a lot of places hire new grads because you're not quite registered, and they give you a year to get registered. Once you graduate, then you're able to take your boards. And so, if you get a job while you're in school, or you get offered a job, a lot of folks are working, and then they start their job, and they have a year from that time. Um, but I think that people not being registered is just, uh, it's kind of like the, what do they call those um, magnet hospitals, like the nurses. Mm -hmm. Every nurse has to have like a certain, I think it's like a bachelor's degree or to be considered like, or a certain percentage of them have to have a bachelor's degree, degree to be considered a magnet hospital. Maybe I'm, and I don't know, I should, yeah. before, before I bring it up, I should probably know every specification, but I, I don't, I just remember working at different places and they're like, you know, they don't want people with associate's degrees in nursing okay, because yeah. it, it doesn't allow them to get their I get more money or something. Yeah. Some kind of well, credentialing yeah. or something. They get the magnet status, which yeah. look like, a you know, is it an average Joe? You don't know what a magnet. It's probably a shithole hospital, but they get to call it magnet, which means something <laughs> to somebody somewhere. They're like, well, we're, we're recognized as a magnet hospital. Yeah. It's just like, and I think maybe we'll go into credentialing later, but like ACR, I'm sure you're familiar with ACR. Yeah. And being like, you know, an ACR breast center for like mams and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah that's yeah. they're pretty stringent on that stuff. Oh my gosh! So, well, and and you can be ACR. There's like ACR for. I know we've sent like you have to send in like certain pictures and they have to be perfect. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and then if they don't accept it, it costs a lot of money. And and so credentialing man is an expensive process. And it's like for for what? Even like the and I'm probably jumping too far, but like press gainy surveys. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff is, is everything's oh, expensive. Oh my gosh. It's so expensive to just get told that you're terrible at something or that no reason. <laughs> or to be better at it or like yeah. to hang a plaque on the wall and say like, Oh, we're, you know, certified registered in AC or whatever that is. And, and, and maybe there's, I don't know, I'm sure there's more thought process to it than, than maybe I'm giving it to, but I think it's, it's, it's crazy. And I know, Gay, uh, I don't know if you have anything else on that particular topic that you wanted to go over. Mm. I know, no, I, know I, had, I had no idea that <laughs> I always see the letters after your guys' names and I usually don't know what it means. Uh, and so, and nobody's so ever, you're... nobody's ever, I see it in that Facebook group all the time about, am I, I'm such and such registered. I'm not this, I'm not that, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's probably good for the ultrasound people to know their, mm -hmm. the ins and outs of that. So you can. Cause I'm assuming you get paid different echo gets paid differently than basketball and so on and so forth. So 
I think I think that depends. I think right now Echo might be slightly higher, but it's just all the need, you know, supply and demand. If if you yeah. have, if you have don't have a lot of Echo people and you're like we need Echo, then the pace increases for them. If you're like we don't have a lot of radiologists that that are IR, so maybe the IR folks in that particular region are going to make more money. Yeah. So it's it's just the market. Markets. I mean, it's a good. Mar- I mean, it's a good market for us. So I assume it's a good market for you guys. There's just there's just not enough radiologists to go around. Yeah. So I assume yeah. it's the same in nursing, uh, X-ray, all, everywhere. It's all the same. So right. That's why the travel world exists. Yeah. The more more the more you can <clears throat> make yourself marketable, the you know the the more mm. money you're going to get, better job opportunities, all that kind of stuff. So and, and that's a big thing with the the travel folks is is the more credentials. Like you might not necessarily you might be registered in Echo or whatever whatever is. Mm-hmm. a prominent thing at that time but the more registries you have yeah. allows you to be more marketable and yeah. so maybe you don't make that much more doing one versus the other but it allows you to have more marketability in the places that you can go and the needs that you can fill and so that kind of that adds to the travel yeah. thought as well um yeah i think that's the and at one point I'm, we're going to go into do and md yeah, we'll eventually get there. We'll get to the, we'll get into that side of the world. I have to brush up a little bit because it's I, I graduated what six years ago, seven <laughs> years ago. So I have to brush up a little bit, but I, I get there. Yeah, I should have brushed up a little bit more. But I'm glad at least maybe you have like a general idea of like yeah, you see somebody ARDMS like are you registered in OB? Are you registered in breast? Are you registered yeah. in, like what are you? What's your you know your peds? At least you see the vascular, the cardiac, you'll know that. And then yeah. if, if you see MSK, you're like, what the? Yeah, it's going to be. I don't know when you'll see that, but that's right. an interesting thing. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the, um, something before, we, kind of... before we start the next segment, give me a second. Sure. All right. So for the next segment, uh, I, uh, am going to get a tattoo next week. And if anybody's ever watched the videos, they know you can see my, like on my arms and hands and stuff that I have tattoos. And we've had this on the list for a while. So I kind of wanted to talk about, we'll, we'll talk about tattoos in general. And it'll be interesting because you're you're naked and I'm covered. Mm-hmm. And then we can specifically relate it to our jobs and how we've, how we see it in healthcare, how it's, I can talk about how it's affected me since I have them. But we'll start with just general thoughts on tattoos. I can give you guys, you asked earlier off camera when my first one was, I was 18, fresh fresh one of the biggest mistakes i've ever made in my life honestly because i went i did exactly what they tell you not to do i was dating a girl and she knew a dude and that was all it took mm-hmm. and i was like all right let's go do it so i got two on the first night but oh, i was wow. 18 but the the issue was it was out of his house Ooh. so i got lucky that uh i watched him open the needles and stuff like they were fresh needles he just mm-hmm. wasn't like it wasn't at a shop mm-hmm. so they tell you never to do that right but uh, I broke, so I broke the cardinal sin with my first one. I got lucky that For nothing, sure. nothing came of that. So, shout out to anyone else getting wants to get a tattoo. Never just go to a shop. Never go anywhere else except a shop. Mm-hmm. Um, don't it's let your friend do it. Don't let anyone do it. Just go to a shop. It's not worth make the sure risk. you make sure you watch them open the needles, the packages of the needles that, that they use. Make sure they open everything fresh, all that kind of stuff. Cause you don't want to be getting no hepatitis, you know, it's hepatitis is C at least is curable. I don't know. I don't remember about the other two. So if you get hepatitis C, you, you're good to go, but mm-hmm. do you don't, you don't want the, 
the hepatitis, you know, um, <laughs> that's the plural of hepatitis. It's right, hilarious. Right. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, I got my first one at 18. I got, um, what did I get? Mm. Oh yeah. The blink smiley face. So that's another issue with getting tattoos that people don't, every time I ask someone, I'm like, Oh, you're going to get a, get a tattoo. And they're like, Oh, I don't know if I can commit to something like that. So usually most people that get tattoos have, they have meaning, right? Like something is meaningful to you. For me, it was, it was music related, whatever. That's true for most people, but it gets to a point when you're, when you have as many as I do, at some point you start to just get like, I guess, gag tattoos, whatever you want to call them. They don't necessarily mean anything to you. They're just funny or you like the way they look or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, uh, generally I would say that tattoos probably should mean something because they're about to stick it on your body for forever. Yeah. I mean, you say forever, but laser removal technology has come a long way. It's pretty That's good. That's Not true. for colors. Don't get colors. It's really good for black tattoos, but mm -hmm. uh, not color tattoos. So hmm. I knew, like I said, when I was 18, I try to, I try to sit on these things for a while. Like I have like a six month period where I'll sit on it. Like if mm -hmm. I'm think if I think I want a tattoo, I'll wait six months and mm -hmm. reassess. Do I really want it still? And if I do, then I get it. I've had mm -hmm. tons of tattoos. I'm like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. like a Rick and Morty tattoo. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. But then I, six months later, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of stupid. So I don't get it. So a little older, a little wiser. Couple caveats: one, make sure you go to a shop. Two, make sure you watch them open everything. Three, make sure you sit on these, sit on the idea. Don't. I hate spur of the moment tattoos. I think they're stupid. Because six months, eight months, a year, whenever, at some point you could wake up and regret it. And you got to stare at the shit every day. Mm -hmm. So um, I think another big thing people don't think about is placement, right? Where are you going to get it? Most people do the, the smart thing and get it in a spot that's covered, which is where mm -hmm. I started. My first one was on my chest and my back. So I could put a shirt on and you would never know the difference. Right. I've since ventured into, you know, visible tattoos on my arms and my hand, but. I think that's another big thing is to to make sure you know where you want it because mm -hmm. even we'll get into it with medicine a little bit but people will you can watch sometimes like the people change how they treat you if you're wearing a shirt or clothes and you have a tattoo but they don't know it and mm -hmm. then you say oh yeah i have a tattoo and you can just see it. it's like something switches and they're like oh you have a tattoo mm -hmm. fucking loser like <laughs> you could see their their demeanor changes so to just know that people are going to treat you differently not you you'll never get one but People are going to treat you differently if you get visible tattoos, regardless mm -hmm. of what they are. I don't have any offensive tattoos, but people still, you can see when they look at me, mm -hmm. like it just, I know mm -hmm. they think I'm, I was born, I'm, I'm penitentiary bound. I'm just a loser. <laughs> so it's interesting, but uh, I, I've always known I wanted tattoos. You, on the other hand, have probably always known you don't want them. True. One, one. I don't know if you never wanted them, and two, I know Jesus. You know, mm -hmm. Jesus doesn't doesn't allow tattoos. So, give me your thoughts on being a tattoo virgin. Um, you know, I think I think growing up, it was just uh, a, like my family didn't really have the tattoos, and there was nothing that. And and when you say like sit on it, like I would think about like, oh, could I do this forever on my body? And there was never any. <laughs> just yeah. like I never. That's that's the most common rebuttal i get yeah like i was nothing i was ever like oh man i want that for you know forever <clears throat> or like mm -hmm. that's really cool and so there's there's nothing that i've ever sat on that thought about that said yeah let's just do this forever and then so, so if, you, if you're if your main bitch 
you're about to marry her. And she says, you know what? I don't want, uh, I don't want rings. I want you to tattoo the ring on your finger. You're going to say, Hey, kick rocks, kick rocks, bitch. Is this the fun question here? (laughs) I think there, I think there are scenarios people don't think about where maybe you would get, because that ring idea specifically is becoming more popular. Right. That's but true. How I was just gauging how strongly you are against it. Yeah. Because you're either gonna you're you're either gonna disappoint God or you're gonna ditch the girl. So which one is it? I think I probably wouldn't. I would not get. Yeah. yeah. So God over everything. Yeah. I Good would, for you. Yeah, for sure, it's consistent. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would not get the tattoo. It's just not. Shout out to Dennis's future wife. Don't get tattoo <laughs> rings. So. But who knows? You know, I could change. I don't know. I could have like no, a, a midlife midlife uh-uh. crisis. Midlife crisis. Uh-huh. Right now. You know, if I get like, maybe I just get that first touch of the yeah. the needle and I'm like, I'm hooked. No, I mean, that's, that's a real thing. If, if you want them, you know, yeah. like once you get one, you start to get a whole bunch mm-hmm. there. Um, one thing I, we both grew up in smaller towns. I had a little bit more experience with tattoos because I think my dad had one at some point. He still does, but I forgot when he got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he had one. My mom has some. So I had a little bit of exposure, but everybody else was, you know, they were virgins like you. So mm-hmm. I had very little experience, but uh, yeah, I think most people don't have too much. And, and I will tell you, it's becoming a lot, obviously the times have changed. It's become a lot more popular with, yeah. with, with tattoos. And, and, and even like, I don't know, now that I'm, my dad ended up getting one when I was in yeah. my twenties yeah. or something like that. He got yeah. some, something really stupid, but I think he was, you know, whatever. I, I don't know if he regrets it or something at this point, but, but otherwise I I haven't known a whole lot of folks. And and what was interesting is as I got older, even in my late twenties, then I started seeing more and more people starting to have them. People I went to high school with that didn't have them was getting, we're we're getting them. It's the millennial liberals, you know, Uh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Tattoo, tattoo fiends. Tattoos. And yeah, and that was, and then I think when I was talking to you about this a little, when I started seeing shirts was like, tattoo and employed mm-hmm. i was like okay so like times are changing like yeah like people are starting to like acknowledge that like you know folks with who have these tattoos not just for like you know because you have the cultures too the cultures of people that yeah have have tattoos mm-hmm. and that's part of their culture yeah, i didn't people, know i didn't know jail was a culture but yeah that's jail is a culture. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, I get it. It, it is a culture but yeah but uh, i i think that that was a big stigma that like if you were you know, you had tattoos, you weren't going to be employable. People were going to look at you. You're a loser. Not, yeah. yeah. Not look at you well or, or whatever. And and then when you see the, the NBA, you know, the sports world starts getting more tattoos and that, that culture mm-hmm. starts to change and it's starting to trickle down to mainstream. Uh, and I, I mean, I know, I don't know when we're going to touch on this, but I know going, working in a hospital, I've worked in a hospital since I was 17, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and just, I worked at a hospital initially that where you had to cover all yeah. your tattoos. It's and hospital so, dependent. Yeah, it's definitely. And I think it's, it's definitely, I mean, where I, where I worked at initially from having to cover them, they no longer have to cover them that, that yeah. hospital. And so times have changed. They've changed with those times, but I, it would be very interesting. I mean, even if you think back to LeBron James, um, LeBron James, the high school he went to, he had tattoos in high school and he had to, cover the tattoos because it was a he went to uh, St. Vincent St. Mary yeah. in, in Akron, Ohio 
and he had to cover all his tattoos because it was a Catholic hospital and or Catholic, Jesus, yeah. um, you know, Catholic school. And so it was, it's, I think that stigma goes, especially with, you know, being a doctor, people might look at you differently. Luckily you sit in a dark room alone. Mm-hmm. No one ever gets to see your, your, That's ugly right. but, um, Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, unfortunately, I have to go see patients. But yeah, no yeah. one's ever, in my experience, no one's ever, no patient has ever bitched about it. Uh, oddly enough, it's the other doctors. You know, you'll see them in the uh, mm. doctor's lounge or whatever, and you could just see them giving you the dirty look. Like, I don't know if, if they don't like tattoos or if they're just jealous that I'm just as successful as they are. And I have to, I don't know what the right. issue is, but uh, it's, mm. I've never had, sometimes I don't work obviously with patients, like we just said, but. Mm-hmm. I think it might be different if I was in a specialty where you interacted more often. I'm sure people, you know, listeners, or if we put this on social media, they can tell us they've had a uh, patient say, Hey, I don't want you to treat me because you have tattoos. The only story I've ever had like that is I was, at, I went home mm-hmm. when I was in residency or something and you can mm-hmm. see my tattoos and people mm-hmm. knew I was, knew I was a doctor. And one person was like, yeah, I'd never let you treat me. That's crazy. And I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. That's great. Yeah. Go yeah, find yeah. somebody else. I, you know, like, I don't, know if, I don't, I don't get it. Like my tattoos don't make me any different. No, it does. Yeah. The outside doesn't make you who you are on the inside. And so just, that doesn't, I, I that's, that's sad that that happened to you. I've, I've had, I've had coworkers who have done various exams on patients and they see patients with tattoos and then they show them their tattoos and they're yeah. like having these conversations about their tattoos and things like that, which Everybody, you know, if it's relatable, great for everybody, but yeah, the, to, to bring somebody down or to look at somebody negatively for something that they have or whatever, I, I don't, I don't yeah. understand that, but I mean, the, I've had that experience where the patients have found, obviously they see them and they're like, Oh, I have some too. The only mm-hmm. issue is when they like try and touch you. Oh yeah. You know, oh, that's yeah. such a pretty tattoo. And they, some fuck old person just tries to rub your arm. You're like, don't, don't do that. They're feeling like, y'all. I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm sure if you're like an attractive female, it's much worse. People are probably like trying to touch it all. Like I'm a below average looking dude, so I'm good to go. But <laughs> good to go. No I'm, sh- I'm sure people, you know, women in general that have tattoos, they get inappropriately mm-hmm. touched all the time. Cause someone's like, Oh, that's so pretty. And they just, like oh, like yeah. you're a cat, they try and rub it. <laughs> like it's like and you're just like throw. Jesus. Give me at least give me the treat if you're gonna treat me like that, you know. <laughs> oh my God. Good lord. But uh, yeah, I mean in healthcare, it's. I think like you said, it's more acceptable, but it's still not to the point where some. Uh, I've never worked at a hospital where you have to cover it, but like you said, there are definitely still hospitals where you have to. I don't. I don't have anything offensive, but I'm sure there are hospitals where you have to cover everything, or mm-hmm. you have to cover it if it's deemed offensive. Right. So if you have a swastika or something, yeah, I mean, you got to cover it, right? It doesn't matter, you know, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think times have, you know, the liberals have kind of taken over and they've loosened up the regulations a little bit. So right. tattoos are a little more commonplace. Acceptable is, is rightfully so. I mean, if, if folks have them and you want a job or you're employed, yeah. you know, if you have the credentials, which is important, we just talked about credentials. If you yeah. have, you have those and the skills. Yeah, that's another, that's another, I was already, before I got anything visible, I was uh, fourth year of med school, I think. So I'd already finished med school and already been accepted to residency. Mm-hmm. So they, unless they were going to turn me down, you know, right. when they, so I was yeah. already fairly established before I got anything that was visible. Yeah. Um, 
so kind of keep that in mind too. Maybe don't get things that are yeah visible until you're you know established and yeah, that might be something to think about too. And, and I'm curious on if you know when you apply for another job, if you decide to take another job somewhere else and you have that interview process, yeah, how that person, other person looks at you. If there's somebody like me who doesn't have something, yeah, how they look at you yeah. and say, you know, I don't know if I want to hire this guy or you know, if that stigma. Yeah. I'm sure there's, I mean, there's you'll a- never you'll never know if that's why they don't hire you or yeah. not, but you can assume. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, uh, what's the word makeup, I guess there's certain things you can mm-hmm. use if you can, it'd be a pain in the ass if you have a lot to cover, but mm-hmm. you could at least cover it for the interview and then be like, Hey, surprise bitch. When you show up for the <laughs> first day and you got a tattoo that they didn't know about, but then maybe, then maybe you have a, an argument cause then you would know for sure. That's why they fired you or didn't right. hire you. So, right, right, right. There's that. All right, so um, we 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 covered the tattoos. I think we wanted to go over the. Yeah, uh, don't worry. There's if you have questions on social media, I can. I don't have pa- <laughs> I don't have passion for much in life, but the tattoos still remain. So we can. <laughs> we there's can. the there's plenty. There's tattoo etiquette. There's how do you pay? How do you find artists? All that kind of stuff that you don't care about, you know, because you don't have any. But yeah, yeah, I don't know anything about that. Maybe probably. maybe that's maybe that's something I could talk about on my own at some point. Maybe like a radiologist reacts or something. Yeah. Something like that reacts to tattoo, and then I can. I had one lady comment uh, on our YouTube the other day about getting. I told you the mag. Sometimes the metals or the inks have metals in them, right? So the checklist for MRI says, "Do you have tattoos?" That's why. Mm-hmm. And one person commented and said she had metal in her, in her, uh, in the ink, and it reacted with the scanner, oh. so it can heat up, it can burn you. That's a, that's you know I posted the burn video that right. we talked that we had. Mm-hmm. So tattoos are all. There's a lot to deal with, but uh, it's definitely yeah. something I could sit down and do like a more organized because it's always it's a huge etiquette. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice you could go over the tattoos and and then tattoos and healthcare and MRI and be a lot a lot of good information I think for people because a lot of people have them. I mean, this is, I mean, I, I don't know what the percentage is, but I know it's. I think it's going to be right. at least at least yeah. one. You know, at least you have something. Yeah is is in the cultures of people who have tattoos and things like that so it's interesting all right speaking of social media that segues into the last one Mm -hmm. the last segment i think you came up with this question which was pretty good because it's something i haven't really thought about directly but Mm -hmm. i have thought about it Mm -hmm. and so you were the question is or thoughts give me your thoughts on the challenges of social media specifically mm-hmm. as it pertains to doing this podcast it's man it is cumbersome because you come up with ideas of like how you want to do a post or how you want to find a funny meme and then you know you have to add you have to take that meme whether it's on like a tv show or something mm-hmm. and find a green screen or find somebody who's green screened it and then you have to add the background that you want there's so many aspects of there's so many and then different social medias you want to probably post things differently like if we're on our you know we are focusing on linkedin you want it to look differently much differently than something that instagram that is all picture based Mm -hmm. um and so i think where i think tiktok is you know short video based youtube short short video based youtube regular youtube you know long videos and so it's just like each one you has its purpose 
and it is and trying to grow a podcast with using each one correctly yeah is just is a mess and, and it's like i'll have ideas and i'm like i don't even know where to begin like yeah. what where, where do i go like sometimes i send you stuff and i'm like this would be really good and i'm like i have no idea how or where it would be good but like i feel like it yeah. would be good somewhere and like we should do something about this but i don't know i have any idea where to start and i know you've been our like our biggest yeah. social media driver. I, I do most of the yeah it's i mean it's tough like you said coming up with the one you have to come up with the idea mm-hmm. two you have to hope you don't rip somebody else off right and if you do you have to give them like every time i post a uh, YouTube video, I, I use clips. So you have to make sure you give credit to the people where you got the clips from. Mm-hmm. And then editing, editing is a bitch. That is the hardest thing. The short form editing, like the uh, TikToks that are 10, 15 seconds, that's not too bad. But God, when I have to re listen to this whole, I have to, so when we're done, I'll have to re listen to this whole thing and like mm-hmm. cut out, you know, dead spots in the video and all this and add in clips that kind of enhance it. And so the editing, I can see why people, outsource it you know get to a social media manager or editor whatever uh, it's if you have the money to do that i highly suggest it because i waste a lot of time yeah. edit and there's days where like i think to be successful especially on youtube you should upload daily i mean mm-hmm. there's days where i don't because i just i get my ass beat at work and i'm like i can't come home and, and do that. Edit, edit another video to put it on to youtube right. so there's that aspect of it which is challenging yeah it, it's interesting because you have the um you know, the people, the talent where the, you know, we're the talent of the podcast. And then you would have like an, an editor and you'd have like a person to fit, you know, like all these people that have jobs, like we are, we're supposed to be all those jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The big guys like Gary V, we use him a lot. They all have teams. Mm-hmm. So he, he essentially just makes, he is the content mm-hmm. and then someone else chops it up and puts it on the different websites for him. So yeah, like you said, we do this all ourselves, which mm-hmm. is probably the, why most people give up in the beginning because it's a lot of work to do yeah um and i think one thing we talked about off camera that i get frustrated about is i don't have any control mm-hmm. over other like I, I have some like if we make interesting content that's that's in our control mm-hmm. but the part we don't control is when we hit upload to youtube or tiktok we can't control who sees it right you know you're the, i guess it's called the algorithm you're just fighting the mm-hmm. the algorithm and hoping it gets pushed out enough like you'll see our our um, TikTok views are very steady, 250, 300. Mm-hmm. But I, I was telling you, the YouTube uh, is very sporadic. Yeah. Sometimes it's 200, sometimes it's 2,000. So mm-hmm. it's frustrating to see because it's just out of your control. I don't know how they decide where it goes. but And then the hashtags, you're like, if I don't, you know, I feel like if you use the right hashtag, that that brings you more but it's like what hashtag like because you don't i don't want to i don't want to hashtag and put like hashtag beyonce or hashtag yeah something that has nothing to do with anything yeah you have to get your you have to target it to the audience that you want to right and then sometimes i've seen videos where they say the hashtags don't matter anymore it's all about the keywords that you put in the Mm. i guess the title or whatever so even that kind of stuff changes and you're just like god damn i can't keep up in the music the music you know what music is popular and so what music yeah. gets pushed to the forefront also what's copyright some things you can use on tiktok some things you can you can't on youtube so oh yeah dealing with that it's i mean it's been this is it's hard in the aspect that i can't control it medical school was obviously much harder but i could control that because mm-hmm. it was on me it was an individual thing i didn't have to rely on anybody else mm-hmm. i feel like with this we got to rely on 
other our marketing skills. Then we have to rely on the algorithm to get the videos out to the right people. Right. So, and then if we, you know, and then if you wanted to push thing, what do they call it? Um, boost, boost your posts. Yeah, of course. I see that every time I post on Facebook, you could reach 1000 more followers. If you pay $10 to boost the post, I'm like, I'm giving you $10 guys. And sometimes you wonder if they're just bots that are watching your videos. I just paid 10 bucks. So bots could watch my video. So I think we wanted to do this as organically as we could, which is why I've never, I have, I've told maybe two or three people that I know about this Mm -hmm. because I didn't, I don't want to tell anybody because I don't want, I don't want that to be like in the beginning, we could have been super uh, successful, right? You just take off because you have a couple hundred friends that you tell on on your personal pages and then it dies off. At least what we have now is people we've never met. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. So. And I think that's a cool thing. Yeah, we don't like, I'll look through the stuff and, I'll, and sometimes I've asked, I was like, you know, do you know this person? And you're like, no, I don't know him. And so it's just like, everything has just been really organic and yeah. whatever, you know, if it turns out hopefully a year from now, we have more than, you know, 200, 300, whatever, yeah, but we're, we're continuing. Yeah. I think we're continuing to grow on subscribers um, and, and which is cool and, and learning this process. I, I just, it's going to take time. And we've learned, I mean, we've learned, so much yeah, just learn learn stuff the hard way. Episode one to now, like, yeah, it's it's. Cost I mean, I went. I every time I upload, I can see our other uploads. Mm-hmm. Specifically, when I do the long, the whole like I just upload this podcast without much editing, mm-hmm. and one like what three or four episodes ago, we weren't using even the virtual background, so right. our backgrounds look stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was using um, uh, AirPods for my microphone. Right. I was using an iPad for my camera, so mm-hmm. I've upgraded. I have a, like an actual webcam. I have a, a basic uh, microphone. Mm-hmm. So even that kind of stuff, you can tell. And then I've had people, the few people that I did tell, and I think you've maybe you've had the same thing, but they can mm-hmm. tell from episode one to as we get on, we we got more comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's more it's more of a natural, I guess, and not as scripted. Like in the beginning, I think you could tell it was kind of scripted. We had X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z that we wanted to talk about, but Right. So you definitely get more comfortable getting in front of the, yeah, this isn't live, you know, yeah. like you and I are live, but I think being live would be a different story. Yeah. <laughs> if we had live, we had like 50 people watching us and we're just yeah. you know, going to town, but maybe we'll, we'll get to that point. Hopefully at some point where we're going live, whenever that, when the time is right. Yeah. And challenge. I think uh, and the last thing for me that is unique to us, that's been an issue is HIPAA, obviously. Right. We talk a lot about, Mm-hmm. patients and things we've experienced and not to say obviously we don't say name we've never said names or dates dates of birth but to like mm-hmm. try and tiptoe the line to make sure people have no idea that who, who we could about. possibly be talking about so right. that's another thing that's been challenging yeah. enough yeah. and then i've i think not challenging for me but one thing that i was a little more i embraced a little bit more than you did was uh when we had some the comments about uh when I pissed off the text, right? I said, ultrasound. Oh. I said the other texts don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that. I, I think I'm a little more ready to like take on. Yeah. Yeah. Than you free. are, but you're uh, free for sure. Yeah. I'm ready to go with that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I, I, uh, I think once, once we, I mean, we've had some, I've had some comments on YouTube that were just like a little disparaging or a little, I guess, aggressive or mean, whatever, but, <laughs> but you are, it's, it's nothing compared to like what, uh, like you know like a joe rogan or somebody like that gets they just yeah. he probably doesn't read his comments but we're no. so small that i read every comment that we get right so 
Well, and I think that's nice, you know, that we're, we're, we definitely with the, like you said, with HIPAA and things, we make sure there's no patient identifiers or, or yeah. anything like that. Or even that we've talked off camera about the slander thing, like making sure we don't shit yeah. people by name. We're kind of dancing around it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. We don't, we're not, we're not looking to get sued or anything like that. Yeah. We're, just, we're just trying to talk about things we know about or want to learn or whatever. Um, in, in free speech ways. Yeah. America. In America, <laughs> America, and so I, I and yeah, De- Gage has definitely been from the get go. I can remember some of the topics you brought up. Yeah, I got like, some. Yeah. I was like, I'm not ready for that yet. Like, yeah. So when we when we get yeah, and so when we get there, yeah. One of our one of you and I biggest disconnects is, I guess, the content we want to talk about. I've always wanted to be like a just a general, because mm-hmm. I I mean we've not made it a secret that we fucking hate our jobs. I, <laughs> I hate my job more than you hate yours. So I'm ready to talk about some, doesn't have to be controversial, just more stuff, general stuff. Yeah. Which I think we'll get, I think that's, we're going to slowly, I don't know. We're slowly getting into that, that kind of stuff too. I think I haven't made one in a while, but I'll do another. I've watched so much of it. Another uh, radiologist reacts on, I'll do passport rose. If anyone listening knows what that is, I will do, uh, I'll do the, I think I'll do one on Aaron Rodgers. I think I do kind of want to explore because people have no idea what radiology is. Like they know, like I said, mm-hmm. off camera, they know he tore his Achilles, right? but they don't know how that was diagnosed. They think, Oh, I saw it snap on the field. Like that's not how a surgeon says, yeah, let's go do surgery on your Achilles. I saw a snap on the field. It's good. Right. So I can explain, yeah. you know, what kind of MR he got. Cause people don't realize there's different types, ankle foot. Like it's, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. This is your what, brain it, what it, Yeah. What it would look like. I never wanted, I don't want to be an educational channel like that, but it, I think it, to the average person, it would be helpful to. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and to the sports folks, I think, I think that's yeah. a, you have a lot, a lot of good ideas and topics there that, that you can hit on. And I think, I think we're in need of another radiologist reacts video. Definitely. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll get the, I'll get, I think I'll do Aaron Rodgers first, but passport nice. bros. I like talking about that one. That's a good one. I got to look up. I, I I think I looked up what this was and I'm going to look up again because yeah. I don't remember. And I don't know if I want to bring yeah. it up, but I do get a little that. studying in son. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get some, I'll get some studying in. get some homework but, done. But uh, I think that's, I think that covers everything we want to talk good. about. Good. Look uh, at we this. Got, we got done a little bit early today, which 46 is 46 nice. minutes. Yeah. 46 minutes and so follow us on other the channels Rad oh yeah Talk. so we got uh go ahead gage hit him uh t- we got uh twitter we got instagram we got tiktok and youtube which are rad underscore talk underscore dg mm-hmm. and then we have the podcast i don't know how to explain the podcast like how it's distributed yeah. i know we're on apple we're on spotify we're on all the big ones if you just search yeah. rad talk just look for us we'll be there we're gaining popularity. So you get in yeah. now we're growing up. Yeah. When we're Joe Rogan, you can say you were original. That's right. Original and we're going to start passing out numbers. We keep, we keep re- as like Deion Sanders. So I keep receipts. Yeah. Yeah. When we do giveaways and stuff, we'll make sure it's rigged. So you guys win, but yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. We, well, we should probably end on that one. All right. Well, until next time. Later.